Content warning. References to drugs, gambling, game mechanics, and sheer or unbound goblin energy. After exploring the granary, the Scorpion crew discover the treasure hidden within. They figure out that they only have a few days before their prize is transported to the fortified complex of the Emerald of Once the opium is there, they fear that they will have no other opportunity to escape with it. As such, they are running out of time. As they elaborate a new plan, they decide that first thing they need is a bow and the crew. Special thanks for those keeping us afloat, especially Alvild Sun and Mason Whitlark. We get back to the city of Hirosaka on the follow-up of the operation conducted by the agents of the Scorpion Clan, and we approach the busy rebuilt dockyards, as well as the enterprising dry docks, which Faster, the opening navigable river of gold, weight, sail, and wood. And on its streets, we find Seishi and Eri. Tell me, what identities do you yield as you go through what passes as a normal life in the eastern shore of Hirosaka? So Eri uh, has been in Hirosaka for a little while now, acting as a pharmacist. Um, so she uh, has what she considers to be very legitimate reasons to be at the docks, because this is where she picks up ingredients and such. Um, but she also acts as a smuggler. Um, obviously, that's not a public-facing identity, but it is something that some in the city know her for. And Seiji, uh, out in public, uh, behaves as a street magician, or a street magician. Um, so they uh, spend a lot of time at the docks um, just doing their acts, just doing simple little bits of sleight of hand. Um, they aren't bad at what they do, but they're not especially memorable. Um, they get thrown a few pieces of uh, a, few, a few coins here and there, um, and they kind of prefer it that way. That way they're not especially noticeable. It gives them an opportunity to see more of the, uh, more of the environment around them. However, um, there is uh, also a, uh, a cult in Hirosaka, a moon cult, that um, Seiji has infiltrated as well because they serve as a pretty efficient network for them to uh, sort of deny on the underbelly of the city, some of the darker elements. Um, so, yeah. So what are the two of you doing together? Hmm, what do you want to do? <laughs> What what would they be doing? Like, are they sort of trying to find a boat casing out the river just to... I feel like it's related to the job. That feels like the best thing, right? Are we attempting to steal a boat or are we just going to, like, pay someone and be like, don't ask questions? I think we can, I think we can get a boat without having it without it needing to be kind of any kind of shifty. Like, um, and I think I've got enough contacts where they wouldn't strictly ask questions. Um, so we could, yeah, if we want to look at like procuring a boat, I think we could do that. Okay. Um, cause yeah, I don't think any of my contacts have a particular association with anybody on the docks or with boats of any kind. So you try, but uh, it becomes pretty hard for you to lay low as your 
friends among the beggars and smugglers and cultists. They keep warning you about uh, magistrates and their dojin stepping around. And there seems to be a heavy crackdown on anything that might be suspicious. And for a moment, you are afraid until you realize that it is mostly random. It seems like headless chicken that are just banging around, distressed about something, trying to find anything to cling to, but it's pointless. And honestly, it's kind of insulting if they are after you because it's very easy for you to disappear into background and never be there as these people fumble around trying to do the will of the chief magistrate. And in the middle of this chaos, which is more distressing, is that it is making work harder for the regular people. And more and more of the essential occupations of the dockyards and the neighborhood seem to be taken over by soldiers of the 7th Imperial Legion. And it becomes clear that the magistracy is, is in such a state of disarray that, uh, well, while they are not very functional, it also means that someone else is filling the void. And speaking of that, we turn to Tsutomu and to Kiyo on the courthouse slash temporary residence of the governor of Hirosaka, where both of you have made yourself indispensable parts of the day-to-day life. So tell me, what do you do for the Imperials currently ruling over Hirosaka? Unfortunately, Yogo Kyo has come down with a bit of a rough cough at the moment, but he's making sure that uh, no matter what he's currently going through, uh, that uh, the logistics are being seen to uh, right now. There's clear there's some uh, mismanagement and disarray within the magistrate team and the local law enforcement. So I've come on as an advisory uh, position to help oversee the scheduling of shifts and the location of firefighter gangs employed by public officials, keeping the paperwork in line and ensuring that if a higher up ever shows up, they know who's doing what and where. Meanwhile, Sutomu has become the entertainment du jour at court. Um, as you know, a classically trained Shosoro actor, he's performing all sorts of whatever sort of shows the local governor requests. So it is pretty easy for both of you to be there on key moments. You are there on the next day after your heist on the granary, where a very displeased governor summons the chief magistrate. And the chief magistrate, Seponichima, comes in and you overhear the conversation. It is all about the events of the granary, the homicide that happened there, or slash accident, and the governor's chancellor, Otomo Kazuko, fans herself as she glares at Seponichima. What is this that I, I've been hearing about uh, some imperial inspectors overseeing the granaries? That has not gone through this office. Miyasara or myself, none of us have any knowledge about this. Care to explain, Seppunishima, what these people were doing there? And Seppunishima keeps 
her tone cold and closed. I know nothing about this. Well, then you will have no problems if we do an inspection of our own. Right, Miyasara? And on the first thing that you ever saw this to agree, Miyasara nods, this cannot go long. If there is indeed need for inspection, if people were indeed doing this inspection and people are dying in the granary, we have to conduct our own operations. Uh, we can get some engineers from my family, get some workers, and we can do just a complete overhaul of the granary because we cannot have any more accidents happen or fortunes help us. The granary is collapsing in autumn or even worse during winter. And Ishima crosses her arms. That cannot do. I will not allow anyone to get close to the granary. And the argument keeps going back and forth. And you have no idea why Ichima, well, rather, they don't have any idea why she mistaken this stance. While you, you know very well that it is because of the opium that is being kept there in behalf of the Emerald Office. And that Ishima is making do on whatever compelled her to take part in this cover-up. So how do the two of you capitalize on this disorder in the Imperial Court? I mean, what do you think? Um, I forget what Yogo Danny DeVito's real name is. <coughs> well, if you were to ask um, my professional opinion on the matter at hand, it seems most important that we act swiftly. Um, there is clearly a division of information. The uh, Madame Sapun is trying to cover up the information we have discovered. For what reason, I don't know. But that is quite frankly beyond my realm of pay. And I believe we can exploit this possible loophole. But I do not know from my time in the bureaucracy why they are keeping themselves separate from the information. Um, I mean, besides agreeing with my colleague that we should uh, move very quickly on this, I think I am uh, going to playing the part of what lots of people do at court when, you know, in an audience with different sides of disagreeing with each other, producing my fan, whispering to the courtier next to me, you know, inflaming the argument. Yeah, and it seems like this three keep fighting and it seems like everyone is getting very upset at Ishima and things are not looking very well for her. So is any of you trying to buy off some conditions? Quite frankly, good GM, I don't know what that means. And I think my character sheet is looking very fantastic. So I will not be doing that. I, I don't think I have any either. I also don't know how any of that works. So, yeah, I don't think I have conditions. I don't have any. Yeah, mine's fine. Okay, so any scenes that you want to play or do you want to start planning the next heist? I don't know. Do we want to like use this as an opportunity to like just see or like show off a different side of Hirasaka than people would normally hear on the show? Or do we want to just go right into it? I don't know. So this is actually the beat episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, we we're hijacking this episode. This is just the beach episode now. Every every episode from now on is the beach episode. All of arc one, all of that stuff that Ludo mentioned is all going to happen on a beach. I can't personally think of anything, but if anyone has any ideas, I am 
down to participate. What if um, we had the four of us convening somewhere, like just just somewhere in town, maybe to talk about stuff? Um, and maybe I don't know. I, I guess if it can be hand waved away, as you know, you you talk and uh, then that's fine. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Do we want to discuss something in character as far as like this is the plan? Because we can definitely frame that scene, uh, Brad. Thoughts. That works for me. I'm on board, but eating chicken nuggies. How dare you? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So, I mean, like, at this point, all we need to get done is just we need to get this shit on a boat and get it out of here, right? Yeah. Do we have a boat? Do we have an exit strategy? We don't have a boat yet. We couldn't get one. So we I, we need to get a boat. <laughs> I guess that should be the next job, you know, to secure a boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For you to actually do the heist. Would any of us know about the pirates in the area? Because Kiyoshi did. It is impossible not to know. Okay. But you also know that most of them work for Tammy. Okay. Mm. So this one's a boat heist? Is that what we're doing? We're doing a boat heist? We s- I think we're doing a boat heist. You also know that the crab have a bunch of uh, of uh, of boats around here. You also know that there is some dockyards on Mamikake. And you also know that the first boat made in the crane dockyard should be sailing sometime soon. <gasps> we could steal Aiko's boat. No, fuck you! <laughs> what we do is we steal we steal one of the pirates boats therefore making it so that there is no possible peaceful resolution between Hirosaka and the pirates because they think the pirates stole the opium I mean that's the thing whoever's <laughs> like if we steal a boat they're gonna like whoever's boat we took is gonna be the first person people think of so if we take a pirate's boat and people know that the pirates are related to Tamako, then it makes Tamako seem more dangerous, potentially. Yeah, but Tamako is also dead, remember? As far as people know. That's true, yeah. So if it's like, oh, Tamako's back. Let's steal a pirate boat. I like this plan. This is a good plan. <laughs> I kind of, I mean, I like it. I also, I am mildly enamored with the idea of just stealing a crab boat. Stealing Ico's boat would bring me no fuck you. You guys are ruining all my stuff. <laughs> would bring me a little joy. I said a crab boat, not a crane boat. <laughs> no, if we steal a crab boat, then uh, relations deteriorate between us and the crab. No, that's true. Yeah, but does the scorpion care about that? No, but Evan does. <laughs> 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 oh, right, so let's fine, think let's about like it. Boat. Let's think about this from from Kiyoshi's point of view. He is being set up or trying to set himself up to replace Tamiko. So what what is what is the guy who hired us going to prefer out of these three options? He would want us to destabilize Tamiko, right? If we st- or like yeah, no, because it's going to become Tamiko, because yeah. that's true. the ultimate goal is for him to remove Tamiko and then put himself on the top of the same thing so that the scorpion are controlling but all it's that. It's probably a crab boat because that builds that builds dissent um, within the local power play or stealing. In all honesty, as much as it's a meme, stealing Ico's boat also helps that 
No. Well, so no, because the crab already have built like a friendship with um, the Hirosaka. They're like the most overt friendship because they literally have a fleet stationed here. So destabilizing that is better than the dockyards, I think. You're right. All right. Let's go steal a crab boat. I think that's going to be a heist of itself, just trying to break into it. <laughs> so uh, let's just just pretend we sent all of that in character at a CD dive bar. <laughs> so do you want to do it on the Mamekake or do you want to do it on the fisheries that we went on Yokai Hunter? How big of a boat do we need for all this OPM? I mean, uh, any Kobun will do from the crab ones. Okay. Um, I think one from the fisheries, like I assume that like my macaque is just going to have, is going to be way more guarded. Like I think the fisheries will still be guarded, um, but I don't think that they will be quite as much as my macaque. (laughs) (laughs) I remember someone getting shot to the death there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We just cross paths with your yokai hunter character. This is at least steal one of these boats. <laughs> down the water. Uh, also, there are zombies and uh, cat necromancers. But what's a cat necromancer? It won't be. It won't be in my makake. Well, hmm. I mean, I guess we can sneak into my makake, disguise ourselves as just like people who would be working on those boats anyway. Yeah. Also, remember that there are daily labors coming in every day and leaving every day for Mirasaka to my makake. Yeah. Okay, then. Should we should we uh, go for my makake, everybody? Sure. Yeah. Fuck my makake. Yeah. <laughs> now doesn't it you, Ludo you said it takes three days to get to my Makake so are we just getting on another boat to my Makake? No it gets one day. Oh okay cool. It's get one day by horse and uh, it takes less by by, thing, by by boat. Okay so it won't take us long. Cool. Okay so you set your plans and you plan to the next job has three phases. Well, your ultimate goal is to steal a boat, but first of all, you're going to need to infiltrate Mamikake without drawing any attention to you, then manage to slip into the workforce that is working for the Azuki on the Nuburing docks where they have the crab fleet. And finally, the last part of the job is to get away with the boat. So you're going to start with infiltrating that. So who has an idea and wants to do the first stealth check? I mean, based on on what we've done before, just being like, no one really asks that many questions about, you know, random workers going in and out of towns. So, I mean, would we even have to use like disguise roles or lie roles or anything? I mean, that's all the kind of stuff that you can use on stealth. Okay. Well, fine. I'll I'll head in and and you know do whatevs. So you try to secure yourself a place on one of the boats returning from Irasaka. Okay. So let's start with the stealth check. Uh, hit me, please. Okay. So that's a four and a five. Hmm. I need. Or is it like fifteen to succeed? You need to get as close as possible from twenty-one. Okay. Uh, then yes, hit me, please. Uh, if you want to use a skill or a gear, it's now. Okay. Um, yes, this is what we were doing wrong the first session. Gotcha. Um, 
I have uh, I have disguise too. So yeah, if I could swap the four out for something, that would be cool. Okay, mark that. Okay, you have an ace. Do you want it to be a one or a ten? Um. No, it does not matter. It's whatever is needed. Yeah, let's make it a, a 10. And and I think 15 is like a good pass, right? Uh, yeah, 15, you get uh, light opposition. Mm. Yeah, you have to deal with some opposition. And it does change value at instant speed. So you can always take another card. And if it would put you over, it just turns into a one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, then, yeah, let's, let's uh, hit me again, please. Uh, no more skills, no more gear. No more skills, no more gear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then let's say that I have a 16. <laughs> uh, that's still light opposition that you face. The light opposition. Okay, uh, hit me again, please. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, you're taking all the aces. <laughs> Is that... I am. Is, uh, is 17 light opposition still? Yeah. Fuck my life. <laughs> yeah, let's... Mm, act, mm, eh. Well, here's the thing. If you take the fifth card, um, A, you get the best possible success, and B, normally you'd have to worry about going over 21, but unless there's uh, 13 in that deck... <laughs> you're fine so you should probably take the fifth yeah that's true <laughs> okay hey so brad do you want to go to vegas sometime i'm asking for myself <laughs> 18 yay yeah okay so you get a five cards trick so you get to reshuffle the deck and you get one shadow token so you you are a known site around the place and you know a few herbalists and one of them actually not only hides you on the on the boat it actually gets you a legit job uh, they listen to your place and they they tell you well we actually are in need of some people there is mamoru he was a peddler that uh, was handling buying medicine to both the falcon and the iruma and he was murdered recently so we are needing of people that might take that so yeah come along i'm gonna cover for you i'm gonna introduce you to people in my mikake and that will be no problem but as the four of you stand out a bit from the crew you might still raise the alarm not from the foreman but from the ship captain and her people so who wants to try to keep a calm demeanor across the ship and try to divert attentions from you the ultimate secret to uh sneaking in places is to absolutely act like you belong here and so that's what Sutomu's going to do uh using my that their confidence skill i'm going to convince everyone hey we belong here uh via acting like a normal group and in integrating with the rest of the peasant laborers Oh, uh, I think, uh, how much equipment did you guys bring? Remember that, and you need to buy it out later. That's right. I only bring one piece of equipment because I'm a good team player. I'm bringing one. Yeah, I've only got my first aid kit this time. I'm just going to bring one. It's false documents. 
Okay, then I will swap out my false documents for the grappling hook. I have a grappling hook. Grappling hook. Say. <laughs> Say. Very cool. Okay, so you have a five and six on the table. That would put me at an 11. Um, I'm good. I'll stay. Hit me. I'm, I meant, let me rephrase this. I'm not going. Yeah, you knew what I meant. 17 on the table. 17 on the table. That's a fresh deck. That would put us at light opposition, but I am built to handle Guile. I need less than a five. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay and resolve with Guile. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so... You get detention, not uh, of anyone in particular, but uh, in some of the heavier built construction workers. And uh, there's this man called Baru, and uh, he and uh, his cronies, they noticed the four of you. They noticed that you don't seem to be, to have the tan or the calluses of uh, daily workers. And uh, they figured that you must be some uh, rich folk. Hey, you, I see you are new around here. You might not know that uh, here, crab workers, you know, they share, uh, they share everything. It's, it's always nice to have some friends. So how about that? Do you want to be our friends? Do you want to share some of your burdens on your netsukes? And they are clearly trying to extort you. So I'm going to start immediately. I'm going to try and turn on the charm. I'm going to try and defuse the situation by, you know, anything that looks valuable on my Netsuke. I'm going to point my any of my Netsuke that look valuable. Just, oh, you know, the point out that all my clothes are fake or threadbare. All my anything that I can, I'm playing off as. You know, I'm broke too, or just got turned out on the street. I used to work for one of the nobles of Hirosaka. They they turned me out with nothing. Me and my companions here, we're just trying to have an honest living as we can, and we got nothing. Tried to play up, you know. Everyone's been, been having a rough go of it recently. Convince them that I have too. Okay, I'm going to say that is restrained. Uh, that is restrained. So you have to defeat two face step cards. Okay, so I draw two. Now, let's see. Um, all right, so that's either 17 or 7. Um, you know, I am going to spend one of my uses of charm, and I would like to swap out the six. Okay. Um, hit me, please. So 15, I'll succeed with a cost or a complication, or I could take, you know what? I'm going to just, I'm going to take it and I'll succeed with a cost or a complication. Yeah. And you are actually are too charming and Baru and uh, his man, they actually get too friendly that they don't leave and they hang around you during the rest of the journey. They just hang around you. Oh, tell us more about uh, this filthy samurai in Rosaka. I always knew that you could not trust the mod. I mean, seriously, what clan is the mod? And uh, they just go around telling stories and they share with you their poor quality rice wine. And uh, whenever you try to slink away, they always find an excuse. And again, it's a boat. There's only so much space to go around. And it becomes very hard for you to, to get away from them. And it falls to someone else to come up with a plan now that Baru is falling to to Tom around. So who wants to take responsibilities? 
I believe this is an appropriate task for a man of my specialties and skills. Um, if you would not mind refreshing me on what check I need to be making, I am trying to uh, c- cover up our presence on this barge, correct? Yeah, you're basically planning for you to lose yourself as soon as you get to Mamikaki. Well, seeing as I have what appears to be two ranks in distract, I would like to distract uh, any potential suspicions or onlookers towards uh, the beautiful friendship that is fostering between uh, my companion and several others, uh, taking the focus less from who are these new people and more to look at the bond of unity that the common folk have together. Okay, so let's go. So that's a three and an ace at the table. So four or 14. Uh, four or a 10. Uh, four, uh, four or 13. Uh, I yeah, I would like to use uh, my, my security skill to replace the three, please. That's a two now. It is a two now. Um, I would very much like you to hit me with another card. Comes a 10. So that's a 13. We have a... Th- a th- 13, uh, please hit me with another card, good sir. 17. Uh, refresh my memory, I'm out of, I'm still being lightly contested, am I not? What do you mean? There with a 17 as my passing number, I still have the minor complication. Hmm, that is unfortunate, but I will accept this as my check and take the light opposition. Yeah, you're going to get light opposition. Okay. So you are trying to make a distraction from this, but as you are snooping around, you get the attention of one of the crewmates, one of the sailors, and he looks at you from the rigging and he seems like he's going to report you what you do. I am not entirely familiar with this game's uh, vernacular, but I would like to use the charm skill to seduce this man. Okay, I'm gonna say that is risky. So here we go. An excellent start. Uh, I would like you to hit me with a new card, sir. I I think it's uh it's a twelve, right? Like I don't think hitting the twelve works. Uh, don't want to lose a skill yet, because then you cannot. And now it's a thirteen. Uh, let's uh, hit me with another card, please. Yeah, let's uh, stop right there. Oh, it's a twenty-one. Yeah, definitely. Uh. So, yeah, you actually managed to charm this man to the point in which yeah, his attention is entirely on you. So how do you do this? Uh, well, you see, as a as a balding man with only a slight bit of hair above either ear, I will take a moment to look up at the sailor in the rigging. And I thought that was a must. <laughs> Uh, well, you see, I have a mask over my face, but uh, there's also uh, bald hair. Um, well, I'm going to run my fingers with little bits of hair um, that I have on my head, and I would like to uh, to make eye contact with this sailor and mouth the words, um, it's, it's gone because of friction. So as this chaos is going around, Seishi, what are you doing to ease the things? I'm just, I think I'm just trying to use the chaos of all of the other things that are going on to just be, like, to just blend in with the crowd. I'm not trying to do anything crazy. I'm just trying to get on the boat. So you have seven on the table. Uh, please hit me. Ten on the table. I'll take another. I will take one more. Thirteen on the table. Six. 
20 on the table, but it's a five. So shuffle everything and we get one extra shadow. So yeah, things get actually, you do a great job in uh, mingling in and uh, you actually recognize some of the people that work on Mamikaki as being part of your cult. And uh, as they see you trying to mingle in, they are quick to introduce you to some other people and soon you are sharing rations and uh, with not. And uh, we get to borrow and he keeps talking. Oh, you know, there's actually a lot of money to be made in Mamikaki if one knows where to look for. Oh, is there? I'm actually going to use this as an opportunity to, uh, I guess this would be another use of charm um, to try and gain information that will be more helpful to us later in the heist by talking to Baru, who lives there, who's one of the regular workers, but without freaking him out. Okay. Okay. You have seven on the table. Hit me. Don't want to his skills? Um, you know what? You're right. Um, I'll mark a second charm and swap out the four. And what? The 12 on the table. Hit me. 15 on the table. Uh, Hit me. I'm going to stay. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Are you sure you might get a one? There are four aces back in this deck, but no, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they are making way too many ships. So they need the crew and they are paying pretty well. As long as you don't mind working as a sailor. I mean, it's a pretty shitty job, but if you are in despairing, you can get it. And you can always work there, but they kind of only take people that have known craftsmanship. That's why it's usually easier to work on uh, Hirosaka, you know, where as long as it's cheap, they don't really care about you. They value more muscle than anything. For craftsmanship, they have the people, the Mia, got from across the empire. But, you know, if you want to become a sailor, well, you can still make a lot of money, Mary Kavke. You don't need to go back and forth every day. That does sound nice, you know? Mm. Okay, gang, you have enough shadow to complete this objective and enter Mamikake unless you want to do something. I think if we can get in, then... Yeah, let's... We'll get in, I think. So, the ship enters into Mamikake, and it is a mass of human beings unloading and another's preparing cargo, and it's raining intensely. It's this gloomy season and there is this smell of ash and grease in the air. You don't know why. And at the distance, Shinomen Forest looms. It's probably the closest that you ever have been to the thing, even across the lake. It seems like it's encroaching in your visa. But you see a magistrate, a tall crab wearing somber blue makeup, leading a group of men around inspecting cargo and passengers. So you are barely 10 minutes inside Mamikake and you have to evade the law. Well, um, I've got a fair bit in hide, so I feel like Eri would just very quickly find um, a building or something that she could duck into that wouldn't be weird for her to duck into. Like if there's a um, any like uh, sake houses or whatever, like right by, right nearby that she can just, you know, pop into without drawing attention to herself. Okay, you have a seven on the table. Oh my. Uh, hit me, please. 
Are you the one to have skills? Oh yeah, sorry. I will use a hide because I have those to spare. Um, on the two, if that's okay, please. Thank you. Ooh, that's better. Thirteen on the table. Um, hit, yeah, hit me, please. Mm, Fourteen. Um, hit me, please. Twenty-one. Wah wah. <laughs> so you sneak around and lead the others and you find the back of a inn which people are unloading things from the kitchen and you manage to go there and enter through the back garden and you are managed to regroup yourself in between the local trees and the bedhouse. You are now hiding in the house of the boiling bridge. Oh my. <laughs> um so this is an out of character review because I'm you know, I, I assume we would have communicated entirely to each other via secret scorpion hand signs. Um it's weird. One of us thinks we have to uh steal first, but our goal I guess is to sneak aboard one of these crab ships. So with that, Sutomu's going to use his trusty grappling hook. Is it during it's during the day or night before I commit to using the trusty grappling hook? I mean, it is still not really night. It's almost twilight, but it's so rainy that uh, barely makes any difference. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, I'm going to use my trusty grappling hook and gesture. You know, let's go via the rooftops will be people rarely look up, at least of all in the rain. Okay, you have uh, 20, uh, 18 or nine at the table. I'm going to stop there at tw- at uh, 18 at 18. Yeah, you managed to get easily and you climb the top house and you shoot your grappling hook and create a path which the four of you follow. And soon you are racing across the rooftops of uh, Mimikake. Now, it is raining strongly and Mimikake uses the typical crab architecture. So they are designed for a lot of rain, which also means that walking through the rooftops is like walking through a river. So which one of you is taking the leg in, making sure that none of you is dragged and threw into the ground down in the streets? I can probably do that. Is it still a stealth skill that I'm doing here? I mean, yeah, maybe if the most important part is not to be discovered. So you have six on the table. Mm-hmm. No skills? Yeah, just, uh, just hit me. Thing. Okay, so you have 13 at the table. I don't think so. 18 on the table. I'll go one more. Yeah. Yep, I'm going to stop there. So you almost sleep a bunch of times and you almost have the attention of a lot of people, but uh, without problems, you are able to get close to the port of Mamikake. And if you spend three shadow, you can just jump inside the port. Or you want to do something else before entering the port. I'm okay with spending the three shadow, but I will defer to everyone on that. Let's slip on in, boys and Charlie. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not look gift horses in the mouth. Like, yeah, this is reminding me a lot of last time where everything was going super smoothly until it wasn't. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you enter into the port and you realize the smell of ash and grease was coming from it. As you can see, someone has set some ships and great part of the shipyards ablaze. And it has not been many days ago. And a lot of people are cleaning the debris or around trying to investigate who caused this. And you can see some pretty tricky security systems that the engineering years working for the Azuki family have set down around the place. And everyone is primed to suspect of any new arrivals. And here you are coming from outside, completely drenched from taking the rain directly and coming from the rooftops. You realize the first person that looks at you, you're going to stand out. So what do you do? I would like to use my security skill. I would like to analyze uh, the rate at which the birds die. But most importantly, sorry, lobsters, the rate at which the lobsters die. But most importantly, I would like to analyze um, what kind of security they have going on here, what sort of checks uh, they're using professionally outside of just looking at weird people walking in the door. And I would like to see if there is some way we can game that system. All right, you have a six or a 15 on the table. <clears throat> Could you uh, hit... Uh, actually, well, um, I would like to use my secure, one of my points in security and remove the five, please, and then I would like you to... Ooh. <laughs> I would like to stop right there at my 20. Okay. So you figure pretty quickly that uh, there seems to be on the parts that were mostly damaged that they're going to probably have to be demolished. Uh, someone has cleverly set the system to fail in case someone were coming from those access and they were controlling that none of the workers got there. And also they seem to have on some of the towers that flank the place that make it a veritable fortress, uh, they seem to have some kind of heavy crossbows which they seem to somehow turn around, follow the movements of people that are not on the right place. And you figure that there are plenty of blind spots. And again, the workers, they are supposed to go on very clear paths. And the disadvantage of that is because they rely so much of that. They only have their samurai sentries exactly on the bottlenecks of such pets. So if you are to somehow cause problems outside of those pets, you will need to, they will need to divert resources from there. Or if you could find a way to just mingle with the workers and barge in, there will be no issue. I would like to use secret scorpion hand signals to uh, convey this information to the rest of my crew and then have a split second of like staring at each other to figure out which which path they think is the most optimal. Workers or no workers? Also, you are still completely wet. I am still very wet. It is worth noting. Um, should I use my cool, my cool, uh, cool fake ID to get us, uh, to procure us some clean clothes that might make us look a little bit less obvious? Should I do that? Yeah. Okay. I would like to do that, please. Six on the table. I will use, uh, one use of my 
uh, false documents to trade the two. 13 on the table. That's 11. Sorry. Yeah, Ella. Uh, yeah, go ahead and hit me. I will stick right there. That's cool. Okay, 20. So who you present yourself as? Uh, I think I present us as, um, I was going to say servants of someone local who, uh, um, yeah, I present us as servants of like just some local, you guys, I can't. Um, okay. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're here. <laughs> I hate you guys. Um, uh, yeah, I present us as uh, the servants of uh, Asahina Hajime um, from Hirasaka, who is um, asking us to do business on his behalf uh, with uh, someone inside. And we all, um, you know, we got caught in the rain and it's just very unfortunate. Um, we need to look professional. Uh, we have all the proper documentation. It's right here. Um, could we please uh, get some fresh clothes so that we don't uh, disgrace the household of whoever we're meeting? Oh my! And the servants quickly grab the nearest, uh, the nearest uh, samurai and point out to you and tell them this is a representative of the crane industries. They they seem to be running some kind of wood business. They are the guests of Yasuki Varun, and the Yasuki guard gets a shine to their eyes and quickly pass you through a sliding secret door and lead you right into the first floor of the fortress overlooking the Sherry Blossom Snow Lake. And the guards close the sliding doors behind you and lead you to what seems to be one of the guest rooms. But you are inside the fortress. So now, using my talent for being in disguise, um, I'm going to try and angle us towards where we need to be. Um, you know, we already look like we belong there. We've just got to look sufficiently important and confused to occasionally ask people which way do we go, and they'll point out because they think we're the servants of direct samurai. Yeah, but where do you want to go? Where is do you need to be? We need to be at the dockyards by... Um, we need to be on a boat, motherfucker. Yeah. Try to get toward... I, I will say we need to be on the dockyards because there's a boat we need to inspect. We cannot tell us to declare ourselves inspectors. Uh, never mind. You have 18 on the table. You do. I know. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, in fact, I do. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, you just get clean, change clothes. Uh, suddenly, you are no longer the servants of Asahina Hajime. You are some, some crammy specters that are going out to see what is this mess, how things are after the fire. And you have enough shadows to complete this uh, heist. However, you still need to pay out uh, uh, equipment. So, do you want to proceed or do you want to finish the heist? I would like to use, uh, if, if I understand this game correctly, I would like to use my security skill uh, to see if I can get some more shadow just to ensure that we've covered our tracks. Um, maybe like make sure that the, the clothing we were wearing as crane servants is not left behind or maybe intentionally is left behind. So it looks like people were masquerading um, as attendants of Asahina Hajime to make the blame look like it was some other faction. Yeah. So you have 16 on the table to cover up your tracks. That is terrifying. Um, I would like to use one point of security to replace the Brad. You're better at this game than me. Which one do I replace? Um, I'd probably go for the 10. Worst case scenario, you just take longer to get to 21. Best case scenario, you get the five card trick. Okay, beautiful. I did not do that. 
Uh, however, I would like you to hit me, good GM. 17. Still light complication, isn't it? Yes. Mm. All right, I'll take it. Uh, do I still get a shadow this way if I pass the light complication? No. Uh, well, then hit me again. No, no, no. Damn it. So about that shadow, uh, it's all gone. Wait, it says in the it says in the thing that you do, that you do take a shadow token on that opposition. Oh, I do. On the on the SRD, it does. What do you mean? Oh, I was reading the wrong thing. Uh, it's on page four, twelve and seventeen. Wayport is blocked, but you have, but you have to drop on them, take a shadow token, but a counter light opposition. It's track of the game. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's true. That's on the SRD. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I apologize. I would like to. Uh, yeah. Take the uh, the light opposition. Daniel. Yeah, okay, yeah. Sam, shout out to you for being my favorite rules, baby. Yeah, otherwise all the shadow will be gone. Yeah, yeah that would be terrible. You're the best. Uh, I would like to use uh, distract. Yeah, because you are trying to cover it, but uh, be- people notice that the clothes are gone. So they start looking around to see who took them. And they see they see your shadow as you're turning around one corner and they are giving you chase. So how do you try to get rid of them? So tell me if this is unfeasible, but could I use distract to like scatter the previous clothing we wore as crane servants behind me? So it looks so I'm even further cementing the fact that uh, someone was impersonating Hajime's staff. Yeah, I'm going to say that is pretty reckless because your your ghost is not clear. And if they figure that out while you are still there, everyone is the alarm is going to sound. That makes sense. Uh, wish me luck, guys. Well, no one wished me luck. Uh, Ludo, could you deal me two cards? Six on the table. Uh, can I use a point of distract to replace the four? Eight on the table. And uh, could I use a piece of equipment here? Yeah. What are you using? I have a guard uniform with a badge of office. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna... Uh, also, remember, you can also mark city conditions. That's right. Um, uh, conspiracy conditions. Let's... In which case, it's that the magistrates are in disarray. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Um, hmm. uh, with the guard uniform, I would like to replace the uh, the two. Okay, so you have 14 on the table. Alright, hit me with a card. Don't screw me, Ludo. <laughs> Do I need a 20 or a 19? No, you don't know. You don't know what is there underneath that. I'm going to keep the 19. Okay. Ah, yes. You've beaten it. So, 19, you get a success with uh, Coaster Complication. Uh, So, yeah, the Coaster Complication is that uh, you managed to convince them that uh, someone was impersonating servants of Asahina Hajime. The complication is that people still remember your faces when you came through the sliding doors. So there are words that will assume that you were the ones doing the impersonating and they're going to recognize you on sight. That makes sense. Could I do something about that? Yeah, what do you want to do? I haven't done any cool magic this round. So I'm thinking about, um, okay, so Ludo, the wording of this is you pluck a specific memory from an enemy's mind, the memory is destroyed. Can I apply that to the people who saw us there as, as a blanket, or could I? does that have to be just one person? Uh, you have to use the sister's deck for that. 
Yes. So first, before anything, uh, you are trying to you are trying to somehow confuse people about uh, your identities. So you have. Oh no! I'm trying to I'm trying to take their memory of us away. Period. Yeah. So you go around trying to edit the memory of people and you have 16 on the table. And do you want to call from the sister's deck at any time to get the 10? So you can discard the six and get the 10 automatically. I will do that. Okay. What skill do you use to discard the six? Uh, I'm going to use, which one is this one? It's absence. Uh, I'm going to mark an absence. Uh, what is the card for that? I believe it's the blackjack. So, okay, so you are safe. So you are you managed to basically edit yourself out of their memories, and nobody seems to know who the who the people that have infiltrated are. And the guards they seem confused, and uh, soon they start wandering away from the entry to the dockyards and you have your pet open and you are able to get to where the finest ships of the fleet are. I'm... Oh, you, Charlie, you go. Oh, I was just going to say, but do we want one of the finest ships or do we want just... Do we want something that would be less noticeable going down the river? Also remember, you have five shadow. You have enough for cover for two pieces of equipment and to accomplish the mission. We need two more. Oh, is that enough for all the equipment we've used? No, uh, we need two more. Okay. Um, then uh, could I try and do something to just find, um, yeah, like an appropriate boat, like something that isn't going to get us immediately chased? Uh, you know, like we're not stealing Yasky Varen's pleasure barge or something by accident. You will. Okay, so you have 13 on the table. Nice. Okay. Um, hit me, please. Mm, 20. Yeah, let's stick with that. <laughs> so you go around and you see Varun's ship, the Golden Omen, ready to set sail. And you can take that, or there's a perfectly fine ship, the Snow Maiden, right there next to it. And it's not as armored as the Iron Turtle, but it's a pretty big ship. It's going to need a big crew, it's true, but uh, you are pretty confident that uh, you are going to, if you get the right people, you can fit all of the opium there, and basically no other ship will be able to maneuver you. So what do you think, everyone? Do we want the Snow Maiden or do we want to steal from Yasky Varen? <laughs> After much deliberation and consideration, I think we should pretend like we're going to steal Yasuki Varen's ship so that I can draw for distract and then steal the Snow Maiden. I'm on board with maximum theft, so I love that plan, Brad. Are we, are we at any risk of looking like we're stealing? We're stealing the Snow Maiden. Like, do we need a distraction? Well, that way we can get the last shadow to pay off our equipment. Oh, okay. I mean, we could just do we could just do steal. We don't have to use distract. We could just steal. Oh, we do have steal. Cool. I'll pull for steal. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. I feel like we make this more complicated for ourselves a lot. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. Okay, the eleven on the table. That's for a bunch of fucking goblins. I'm going to mark a steal, replace that nine. Eight on the table. Hit me. Eleven on the table. Hit me. Fifteen on the table. Hit me. 
19 and 5 tricks. So you get the 7 chain. Yeah, and basically, Tsutomo, you get aboard you get aboard the Golden Omen and you get it ashore and it starts running out of the docks and you can see sailors and soldiers giving the alarm and racing out to get into smaller boats to get aboard and they get aboard of the golden omen and it's completely empty as if it was taken to sea by ghosts and as they are looking at that the snow maiden is racing across the lake and before they can even leave the golden omen you are already approaching the unicorn side of the lake we, we i do believe it's time to cash out and finish this heist yes Yeah, so I guess uh, you get three to complete the, uh, the objective and you reduce how much you need to pay from items to zero. We, we light a, a celebratory pipe. I love it when a plan comes together. Okay, and uh, you advance the conspiracy track. So, and we need to get uh, another consequence, another condition. So what you're going to be... I almost think that because of how smoothly that went, the condition should be something like um like rumors of ghosts that are stealing some sort of representation of everyone's there are ghost criminals. Yeah, like some sort of ridiculous representation of the fact that we just went in and out without raising the alarm once. Is there like a trickster spirit um or something like that that like um because we're close to the shinnaman as well? Yeah, I'm going to write as a conspiracy condition the spirits of the cherry blossom petal lake. They're angry at the crab for all of the shit going down or something. And they're taking all the fishies and polluting the water. I fucking love this haunted ass lake. They're taking all the fishies. Yeah, okay. So, you return to Hirosaka after your haste on Mamikake. The rains grow in intensity as you approach under the cover of the night. And you implement your plans to hide the snow maiden until the fateful moment in which it is required. Uh, yes, so I'm going to use uh, one of my uh, prayers of unrest. I'm going to use unfortunate event, and I'm going to... Um, I don't exactly know how this would look, but I'm trying to find a way to sink the boat without causing it damage, basically. Um, so I'm just like, something weird happens, and it just like goes under. Yeah, water gets everywhere, and soon there is enough water inside the decks of the ship that it just slowly starts to drifting into the bottom of the river of gold. And it's just there haunting you, taunting with a reminder of what happened as you return back to the illusions of your normal lives. And the next day, we meet back with Seishi and Eri as they are at the streets of the dockyards. And Eri, tell me what act of violence you see perpetuated against the people of Memikake. Hmm. Um, I think that all of the uh, disarray in the guard um, has 
kind of uh, spilled over into uh, the Seventh Legion. Um, they, you know, they finished building the docks, so they've been assigned to do other various tasks while they're in town. And they're not getting like they keep getting asked to do bits here and there uh, by uh, Ishima. Um, they've kind of been butting heads a little bit maybe. And so some of the members of the seventh, while they're doing, um, tasks around town that they think are kind of beneath them, uh, they're taking it out on some of the, the townsfolk, um, just, you know, lots of, uh, you know, showing off their status, I guess, like, you know, you, you're not, you know, being deferent enough to me, um, that kind of, you know, bullying that, you know, people do for no reason, just because they want to feel good about themselves. Yeah, and the tension seems ready to explode and everyone is displeased. And it's not only the samurai that are blaming the people of Emikake, it's also the people. And they are pretty disgruntled at behavior of the crowd. And you here complaining, well, the Emerald Magistrates, they saw that the spirits of the River of the God, they were appeased. They built all that new temple and got a bunch of priests that know what they're doing, priests from the local villages, people with respect for the traditions. And they, over the course of the next days, you see people just destroying merchandise from Mikake, setting fire to one of the workers' warehouse. And the tensions get to the point in which masses of peasants of Hirosaka and the neighboring village just occupy the dockyards and they let no sheep from the crab dock. And it takes the Seventh Legion to come in and beat them into submission to open a path for the people to go to their work. But you can hear from the streets to Christ, they ruined the festival of the eel. There are ghost ships on the docks. They are impious. They offended, they offended the spirit of the river of the gold. The very shady bosom petal lake is turning against them. The crab will be washed away and even blaming the moth did nothing wrong and they got punished. Wait to see what will happen to the crab. Uh, it's extreme disarray. And really, Sepunishima is incomplete, completely unable to keep track of the situation. And Kiyo, from your position monitoring the Imperials, you see her near the breaking point, and she lets the the dragon captain of the Seventh Legion to basically unleash all the violence of uh, the throne against the people of Hirosaka. And as this is happening, the day of the move from the Opium approaches. In fact, as Chaos seems to perpetrate the city, you keep an eye and you see that they seem to be rushing along. And you wonder if you have everything that you need for this job. There are no maiden is an impressive ship. And yeah, if it's properly crewed, it will be the fastest ship on the River of Gold. But the four of you, and you're not particularly good sailors, are you enough for this? Or do you need to get someone more involved on this job? Clarify for me if I could be mistaken, but I believe we have A, 
a source of funds provided to us by our superior for this mission. And secondly, at least one or two of my contacts have um, associated connections with multiple different smuggling and pirate agencies. I'm sure between the resources at hand, we could manage a crew to prepare this ship. What do you think, comrades? I was just going to say, I believe that uh, Ari and um, Brad's character also Sutomu. has Sutomu, thank you. Uh, also have smuggler contacts. So, I don't. I, unless y'all need magic, like magic supplies. I mean, uh, I like the idea of your theater troupe like, helping out on the boat. I mean, no. But yes? But no. <laughs> Let's get the street performers in on it. Why not? <laughs> Just get it. All right, gang, you're going to be playing the role of a bunch of people just working on a boat. All right, guys, we're just going to do a method acting um, little little intern thing over the next couple of days. We're going to be playing a group of pirates. Um, there's a group of other actors that have been hired for the role that are uh, playing official Imperial Guards. Uh, we're going to be there's a, the main climax of the play is we attack them and take their stuff. It's all in the notes. Um, yeah. These are these are live steel weapons. It's just for realism. Have you all ever been to the Painted Village? Okay, who played a sailor there? All right, the rest of you go home. Yeah, I think I think we can get like enough enough people, uh, or we have enough people who, in theory, could help us out if we uh, if we play our cards right. Oh, I made the pun. Uh... Fired. Yeah. So. Uh, so is that your next job hold on he's your next job do you want to do anything else before moving to the getting the opium evan do you have the text from that spell that you're going to cast to raise the boat no no okay i just found it and i was checking to make sure it didn't specifically say it will crew itself because it would be very heartbreaking to have to recruit some people and then be like oh and then probably find oh wait we had magic that fixed this the whole time so i guess one of you actually has a teleport opium stash spell um Whoever it is, good job. Uh, but also, I guess if we have to do it as a job, we do need a crew because uh, we can't crew a boat with four people. Okay, so which scenes do you guys want to to run before you look for a crew? Uh, what kind of choices do we have, or is it whatever we want? Uh, whatever you want. Mm. It's not a job, so. So wait, is finding the crew going to be our actual job? Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Because then you have it as a condition that you can mark. Gotcha. Um, I don't think I have any scenes that I want to do. Yeah, I can't think of anything in particular for Ari. Like, she is just kind of some stats on a page. She doesn't... <laughs> so I don't have a lot to kind of go with on extras. Okay, so you're going to get the crew. And from what you know from your contacts, you can try to get a ragtag crew from locals, which 
we'll probably need you to make sort a lot of deals with random people from Urasaki and around Urasaki. You can try to get a crew of scorpions here and then the challenge is to actually get them in position and to manage them coming all the way here or you can get the mantis clan and hire them for this job or you can try to get one of the four uh, pirate groups to join you at least for this job convince or blackmail or something them somehow and get either the Hotaru family, the Crescent Wave, the Black Cats, or the Ghost Eels to work with you on this. I feel like the Mantis would be the most risky, um, just because even if they are kind of piratey, they are still a clan, uh, and we are stealing opium. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, right. The Mantis are less risk are more risky than Tamek people. <laughs> <laughs> I was only pointing out the risks of one. There's there's risks in, in others. Like, I mean, ideally we would just get like lots of scorpion, but if that's going to be time consuming, we might run out of time to actually like get the opium. Um, would would Kiyoshi um, like be mad if a bit of it went missing to uh, pay people with to get them on board? No. Okay. So that's always an option, I guess, for whoever we, we go with. Well, we also are specifically trying to replace Tamako for our boss, so we can't let this be something that builds up Tamako's crew or network or reputation. Hmm. Okay, so the, the options are local scorpions, mantis, or one of the pirate crews? Yeah. And again, you can always trick the pirate crews that say, oh yeah, this is a job for Tamako. You know that uh, she's trying to hit this opium stash, right? That's true. And, it, and you know, it is for Tamiko if uh, we just assume, you know, well, Kiyoshi's going to be Tamiko, so, you know. For future Tamiko. All Tamikos lead to Tamiko. <laughs> Tamiko all the way down. Should we try and go with the pirate? So what will be the job? Let's, I mean, I, I'm pro the pirate crew. Yeah, my heart says scorpions, but my brain says pirates. My heart also says scorpion. My brain says people from Hirasaka or pirates, because either way, it's going to cause problems for main cast. And we, we lean into that now. I mean, apparently. <laughs> All right, it looks like pirates is, is the winner from, from what everyone's saying. Yeah. So the question is, which of the four crews do you approach? The ghost deals joined most recently, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, they would be theoretically the easiest for maximum gremlin energy. We could always go to the black cats and guarantee we just ruin ourselves in the future. Are those the only two or are there, there are more? No, there are four crews. Uh, what are the other two? So there's the Otaru family, the Crescent Wave, the black cats and the uh, ghost deals. I kind of think it makes the most sense to go with the ghost deals because if they just joined up the most recently, like they're probably like still trying to prove that they're super cool. Is that does that track everybody else? Yeah, I'm pro that. Yeah, and I think because they used to work in uh, Hirosaka too, so they would have a good. Um, There's a Hirosaka too. <laughs> Hirosaka Boogaloo. Um, yeah, I think they. Why don't we just move there? Yeah. It's probably better. Way more chill. <laughs> uh, 
but not, I think that they would probably like know uh, where to hit more. Maybe like I don't know that they they know about the town. They probably know about patrols and you know when the river's busy and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's right. They might just be more competent. I'm not sure. Those deals. All right, so that's going to be the job. You're going to approach the ghost hills and you start by going to the place where the ghost hills were last seen last time. And you go off over water village. And as you approach, it becomes a question of how you make contact with the ghost hills, preferably without alerting the rest of the people that work for Tamiko. So the goal here is going to be make contact with the ghost hill and trick them into doing this job for on behalf of Tamiko when they are actually doing for you. So I'm going to bring for equipment my series of loud noisemakers. And uh, this time I'm going to start by using security to try and figure out, okay, the ghost deals are holed up in here. What's the building that I would hold up in if I was a no good thieving pirate? Okay, uh, and what equipment are the others bringing? Oh, um, I will continue to just have a first aid kit because you never know. I cannot decide if I need any of this. I'm going to do false documents again, just in case. And Evan has stepped out for a second because I guess some roommate stuff. Yeah, he's going to say later what you brought. So let's start with uh, Sutomu. Let's see if you are able to find out where the the ghost seals might be hiding around when they are not on the job. So have 11 on the table. Hit me. I'm not going to use any skill. Well, okay. Um, So yeah, that's Sutomu definitely looking around, like questioning a couple of people discreetly and trying to figure out what building they'd be hiding out in. Yeah, and you'll find that uh, they are no longer in a wolf over water village. And in fact, it makes sense. There are not many people hanging around lately. And you find out that, well, they are probably hiding in another of the many fishing villages upstream. And you are able to move around into the countryside without getting too much attention. And you find that the the ghost hills, they have their hideout somewhere in the west shore, probably closer to the Plains of Thunder. But uh, they seem to have people of their gang collecting stuff for them and uh, at the black ends. And you figure that this means that they probably are still not equipped with ships of their own and they are probably still regrouping. But if they are doing these most menial, boring tasks, there is discontentment we exploited and you can always approach them while they were on one of their scavenging missions. The next point is to find which village they're going to go next to get some food or supplies. I mean, I could, I could try approaching them. I have apparently um, my contacts include dealers in illicit goods, um, but also like patients and quacks and suppliers of noxious chemicals, which I assume could also just be medicine. So maybe I could go in as someone who could just get them the supplies they need. You know, like I heard someone, you know, I heard people were, you know, in town looking for for a supplier. Yeah. Okay. Do a gun with it as you try to set yourself as someone that the, they would meet with on their uh, supply runs. Yeah. You have 15 on the table. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Um, let's, let's, uh, let's risk it. Hit me, please. 19. Is that good? Would there be a complication with a 19? No, that's just a plus one. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, you managed to set yourself as one of these persons and uh, they arrange a rendezvous with you and they send someone. They send a grizzly and aged woman with neat gray hair and she seems to be fiddling with a, a crossbow as she waits for you. I heard that you could get us some medical supplies, some pitch and something a bit with a bit more edge. My friends would like to make a deal if you can. Oh, I can supply all of those. Be happy to discuss uh, terms of the deal. Where can I find you? Well, I'm only an intermediary. The question is, how do I know that I can trust you? My people, they are being persecuted by the chief magistrate of Hirosaka. They are laying down. I haven't heard the chief magistrate of Hirosaka is particularly effective, but... Uh, I mean... Never hurts to be cautious. Have you not heard? She got the infamous criminal Tamiko. You can get lucky sometimes, I suppose. But uh, like I say, if your friends are being cautious, they're being cautious. I can get them what they need, but do you? what do you need to prove I'm trustworthy? Why indeed? Well, I think the first thing I need to know is that you are not with any magistrates or worse with any of the clans. My friends, they don't do clans. <laughs> That's understandable. Look, uh, you, you can ask around uh, back in Hirasaka. I, uh, I just run one of the pharmacies, do a little bit of uh, extra work on the side, know a few people down the docks. I've been there for a while now. You ask the right people, they'll know. Hmm, pharmacies. Hmm. Where did you happen to learn this craft? Perhaps in Scorpion Lands? Uh, what makes you think that? Well, is not that where you can get the best education on that? <laughs> I won't say I've had the best education, but uh, their lands aren't too far from, from here now. Yeah, so you are trying to deflect Fujita's scrutiny. Mm -hmm. uh, she uses her detective skills to interrogate you. So let's see how that goes. So you have a 12 on the table. Okay. Um, let's see... I mean, I have I have a point in lie. So could I use that to turn the four into something? Yes, can Marcus kill three times? Oh, hey, seventeen. Um, I mean, is it is it worth it to just stick with the seventeen? That seems pretty high. Yeah, we'll still get the shadow token. So yeah, we'll just stick with the seventeen. Yeah, so you need to beat her interrogation. So you're talking with her, and again, she's literally a former Yoriki. So it's gonna be. <laughs> very reckless to go through this uh, opposition so yeah and you have 12 on the table okay wait what happened to my 17 what was that for that was the stealth oh okay okay so uh the 12 this is a guile check wow assuming that you want guile and you don't want violence <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing it with violence. Um, stab her right in the throat. Uh, okay, so yeah. 
can I use um, my first aid kit as kind of just, you know, proof that like, it's not a fancy one. It's, it's genuinely just like, this is what a pharmacist would have on them, you know, a needle and thread. Like there's, there's nothing, you know, beautiful or fancy in there. It's just basic utilitarian and it's clearly been used a lot. Could I use that to replace the three with something else? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, yeah, so I can three here. Ooh, 19. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go with 19. Okay. So, okay, guess a 14. So you got a success at the cost. So Fujita seems convinced. I just says, well, I can take you there, but uh, I represent two groups and I'm going to need your help on a job first before I introduce you to the black uh, to the to my friends on the ghostly hills and yeah she's going to take you but uh, it's going to there's going to be an extra step now <laughs> in which you need to do whatever it is that she needs uh, okay yeah and uh, she's going to tell you that uh, she has to hunt down a yokai a yokai If it's going to get me uh, the clientele, it'll get me the clientele. So what, you just need someone there to bandage you up in case it goes wrong? Basically, yes. I need backup. Last hunt did not go very well. We lost one of the younger members. All right. So um, Ludo, just out of character, um, is Fujita aware that Eri would be bringing uh, the others or is she just think that, you know, oh, Eri is just a random smuggler who turned up on her own? I mean, I guess it will be more fun if she thinks it will be only you. So the others need to help you with this and somehow get out of her attention. Oh, do you guys want to do that? Do you want to be like stealth helping? That sounds hilarious. I would love to. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then. So Ari's just like, yeah, uh, fine. You know, I'll, uh, I can do that. Zarafina agrees. <laughs> Evan also agrees. So the question is, uh, the question is that uh, you you have enough shadow for you to finish this goal, or do you want to do anything else before you move? Hear me out. Instead of putting a bunch of pressure on us to get it at the very end of the fucking incursion, why don't we just try to get like one per seat? Does that sound like a smarter plan? One extra per seat. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Um, Sam does have. All right. So I'm actually I'll do the helpful incursion thing. Um, when I see that like Aries getting on when Satomo sees Aries getting on the boat with this person, he uh, he carefully signals the others that they're going to steal that canoe and follow unless they're going on foot. Then they're just going to follow a safe distance around. That works for me. Okay, something is confusing me. How do you gain flame tokens other than violence? Um, it's only by committing violence or if you, um, let's see, I for, I believe it's by, I know the easiest way is by committing violence. I believe you also gain them if you go bust. Do you? That's the thing. I. Because you'll lose all shadow if you go bust. Let's see. Um, shadow and flame. Okay. Um, if you engage in open violence, um, 
It's if you flee from a situation, you gain uh, one flame token. Um, I'm checking now just because that's it. So it's violence and fleeing a situation. Okay. Okay. Because I'm like, okay, is there any way in which they can even? Okay. So you're trying to follow them at distance. So you have, so you have nine on the table. Um, I'm going to mark my stock. Uh, please replace that seven. Yeah. Four on the table. Hit me. Six on the table. Hit me. Why is that loading? I, it's an ace of clubs. Okay. Hit me. 20 and five. So you managed to follow them without being noticed. And the three of you are able to follow every without problems. Do you want to do anything before you buy the scene? I'm okay with us buying the scene unless someone has something else they want to do. Yep, I'm good for that. So Fujita meets with you a few days later in a remote location in what seems to be an old shrine. And she's wearing a red Tengu mask with spiral patterns as she explains to Eri. There is an old priest here that lives alone and he is currently being tricked by some kind of yokai. We are supposed to take him out before he compromises the health of the priest. He's an old wise man, but he's particularly vulnerable, especially on his lonely condition. We should be as discreet as possible. Be aware, it's pretty tricky as spirits go. She'll be extra careful. I'm gonna be here. And she points to one of the trees, ready to take a shot as soon as you give the signal. Okay. You know anything about this yokai that might be pertinent for me? I know it is one of the item type of yokais, an awakened object, but I don't know which one. So it's something that must be among the priest's possession or near him, somewhere around the shrine. But that's it. All right. I'll uh, keep my eyes peeled then. And uh, Eri will pop inside. So you go around the shrine and it is a pretty simple shrine to the point in which you have no idea exactly which fortune, virtue or entity it is meant to honor. And it is falling a bit to disappear. It is moss covering the stones and it's clear it's becoming too much for the current priest to take care of. And you have six on the table. What do you do as you move around discreetly? Um... I think she wants to look around um, to find an object that looks out of place, maybe. Um, like if, if, if this place hasn't been taken care of very well, then maybe the awakened object looks like, like it's either in much worse condition or it's in better condition, something like that. Um, okay. Uh, do you use any skill or... Let's see. Um, I don't think I have any skills that will work here, so let's just uh, hit me, please. Oof. And again, please. <laughs> 18. Yeah, let's stick with 18. You go around and you inspect and you see that everything is in disrepair, except as you sneak around the back and you look at the priest staring in front of an altar, muttering to himself as he lit some incense. You get the feeling that the wood on the priest's staff has been recently changed and it is not only well polished, it's clearly been given a varnish. It's an amazing staff, well, probably the only thing that is valuable in this place. 
Okay. Um, I mean, would this be the appropriate time to to give Vegeta the signal, or? I mean, the staff is inside the home, and she does not know it's a staff, so you will need to put the staff in a position where she can take it down. Okay. Um, then, uh, let's see if he's got it in his... I mean, you can, you can call the help of the others. Yeah, I, I would love to have uh, the others come do something and, and do some, do some blackjack. This is one of those moments where I really wish I'd brought my smoke bombs. What kind of magic could you do? Uh, there's always some magic I could do. And if you can't find any magic you want to do, I do have some noisemakers. We could just use the noisemakers and be like, we heard it was your birthday to the priest. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's, I, could just, <laughs> I could just switch places with the priest and then just grab it and walk out before he can get back inside. Okay, go for it. You have 19 on the table. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to do that, I think. Yeah, uh, basically you lose the ticket of the spirits and suddenly you quick, very quickly change positions with the, the priest and before he realizes and is back, you are holding the staff. And I just try to find whatever door he would not be going through and walk through that and just try to sneak back around and hand it to her. I think she's going to uh, take it and then uh, sneak back around to where Fujita would see her and just be like holding it up. <laughs> yeah, you you rise it up and you hear the and the snap of a crossbow bolt. And as the crossbow bolt is rushing towards you, you you see a, a, the bolt cracking against the staff. And as suddenly as not, the staff disperses in some thick fog. And you can see shadowed demonic figures all around you. And you can hear Fujiti saying, shit, 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 as she reloads the bolt. And yeah, everyone, Eri, and slowly even you are being engulfed into some magic fog as some kind of stick-like figures uh, that have demonic horns are going around. What do you do? I am going to throw my noisemakers in and try and distract these terrifying demons so they don't eat my comrades. Okay, we have 12 on the table. Um, I'm going to mark my noisemakers. Please swap out that eight for me. Eleven's a little better. All right, hit me. That's 18. Uh, I'll stop. Yeah, you have four shadows, so you can at any point spend three to end this. You want um, to- does that include our one from last time? Yes. Okay, we need to earn one more in this scene, boys. Also, we don't know how many things killed brought. Oh, yeah. How many? Uh, Evan, can you text what gear you brought? Oh, he brought one. The bow and arrow. Okay. Okay. So the figures seem distracted and they seem to disappear and appear across the fog as if they are trying to get something. And you, he, Eri, you hear Fujita pointing again the crossbow and you know that she's ready in position but this you need to find the staff somewhere in this fog well or any of you needs to find this staff somewhere in this fog i'm looking to see if i can do any cool magic about it yeah i'm I'm happy for other people to to do stuff because uh ari's been doing a fair bit so i um 
Can I use water magic to splash the fog? Yeah, you have nine on the table. Do you want to call the ten from the sister's deck? Uh, that would put me at 19, which is a success, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's go for it. What could go wrong? What is the what is the what is the card? Uh, it's a red jack, I believe. I think yeah, I remember being a jack. Yeah, it is. Okay, so you are able to draw into the water spirits and yeah, to summon like a, a rain of some kind to try to like disperse the fog. Yeah, yeah, it's a soft rain falls and you disperse the fog. And yeah, as the the figures they disappear as the illusions that they seem it, and you find the staff lying down in a mud pile. So you have Shadow Five now. Um, what are you thinking? We want to just call it there, sir. Please, Brad. That's enough, right? Oh, vacuum. Uh, um. So theoretically, um, we can. Ludo, are we allowed to know how many more set pieces there are? I forget. Uh, you have an idea, a general idea, but more can appear. Okay. So how many more do we think we have? And you have at least one more. Okay. Um, if we stop now, we'll just have to earn two in the next scene if it's only one left. So I'll stop. So I think we should stop now. I'm good for that. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You raise the spe- uh, the the staff again, and this time the crossbow hits right the head of the priest's staff, and you can see the spirit losing its strength and has been restrained. And Fujita comes down, still wearing her red tango masks. I'll take this from here. Thank you for your service. Not to worry. Now, uh, when can we talk business? Oh, well, I guess there's no time like today. I'm going to meet you, take you to meet one of my contacts there. And you meet on an inn in the crossroads, the house of the broken bar, which is some kind of pretty grisly uh, trophies. And a muscular man joins in. He seems... To have all the bearings of a Ronin or some experienced fighter of some kind. And he approaches the four of you. My name is Burner. I'm one of the representatives of the Ghost Tales. I heard that you did well for my people. Fujit is a friend. We used to work together under the moth. I heard that you wanted to talk, that you have good supplies for us. That I do. Come take a seat. I hear you're uh, on the lookout for some uh, medical supplies. You can say that. Well. It's pretty hard when you live on marshlands. Understandable, understandable. I think I can uh, arrange to make your living situation just that little bit more comfortable. So if you uh, give me a list of what it is you need, um, I can make sure that you've got that cargo. But uh, I'm hoping that uh, in exchange, you'd be able to do a bit of a job for me. Mm. So I guess at this point it's important that before you calm him down because this is unexpected. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was. It, I'm, I guess I'm trying to say like rather than you know you having to pay pay in money, like it's a kind of a you know yeah you know if you can help me move move some other cargo, I'll give you the cargo you want kind of situation. Yeah. Okay. So you have seven on the table. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't really have any skills that are helpful here. Um, hit me, please. 11 on the table. Uh, hit me, please. 20 on the table. 
20. I think I want to keep the 20. <laughs> you guys are so lucky. Yeah, it seems that I'm actually relieved that you are offering that because honestly, uh, we have a lot of people that are not adverse to work, but we don't have much means. So we'll be able to gladly take this job. What is it you want? We just need a crew to help us uh, get our boat down the river a little bit more. We're a bit uh, understaffed and uh, I have some other cargo I need moving if you catch my drift. Mm. What is this, a smuggling job? I don't, I, I wouldn't want to say that uh, out loud, of course. Innkeeper, and he asks for some uh, boards too. Now, what are we working for? We need to know if we are not uh, serving the competition of our mistress. Hmm. I feel like she she would she would see a samurai as competition. Honestly, um, I don't know. What what do, you, what do you think we should say, everybody? What are we making up? Um. No, she asked us to come here. Another one of. <laughs> Another one of the gangs that, like, we know of from the Scorpion Lands. I'm sure that we have a list of, like, these gangs have already been fully infiltrated by the Scorpion. Yeah, but that's, like, wouldn't that be the competition? Oh, yeah, that's fair. We've got to make up someone that won't be considered the competition. Or you can always feed them some line, like, my uh, my boss is pays good money for uh, anonymity. Ooh, um, what if we went, if, so would, would Burner know, like if we're, if we're stealing stuff from the granary, would Burner assume we're stealing food or by now would like, they know that it's opium in there? Well, that's the thing you don't know. You know that Tamek is going to make a move, but you don't know if the yeah cause eels are involved. Cause we could just be like. We're stealing food to take to some, you know, uh, um, you know, towns down river that really need it <laughs> or something. Yeah. Who wants to make the pitch? Yeah. Who's charming? I will. I have a pretty good charm. Okay. Tsutomu, you have uh, 13 or four at the table. Oh, hit me. 20. 20. Done. As I just, yeah, we're, uh, we're looking to pick up some food to, uh, deliver down river oh i i get you and he winks at you and picks up some charcoal and on the bottom of the the of the bowl filled with stew he draws a crudely impression of the mia moan yeah i get you i get you i know that uh, people have been exploiting when you go through the usual channel and use your name i can see you doing that that explains a lot of things Absolutely. I'm definitely glad we understand each other. Um, I, I do want to try and convince, like, really lock him in on this plan and that we're the Mia using confidence. Yeah. So let's double down on that. So you have 20 on the table. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And uh, he says, yeah, definitely. I'm going to introduce you to the rest of the crew. Why don't you meet me at my small boat tomorrow? I'm going to take you to the rest of the of the ghost hills. Uh, seems all right to me. Uh, to say, someone else do stuff. We need two more shadow. <laughs> um, there's got to be something I can do here, right? I mean, he's both convinced. He's in no danger. He's going to leave without problems. Oh, I know. I just don't want to have to. We don't have enough to buy off our equipment right now. Yeah. 
Um, but again, you're going to meet with the rest of the crew. Oh, cool. We're doing one more set piece. No. Oh, you still have not finished this set piece. Okay. My bad. Yeah. So the next day he picks you up on the book and takes you to what seems to be some kind of small village deep into the marshlands on the west. And you can see a few ships there, but these ones, they seem to have the pattern of a heart with uh, an ashen cat inside. And you realize that uh, most of these people here, they buy out of the black cats. And as he takes you to what seems to be one of the houses that seem to be filled to the brim with the ghost eels, you realize that they still don't have a ship of their own. And more important, for each of them, there are three of the black cats. And as you go inside, you can see that the black cat starts circling the building. Well, that's not great. Do we want to try and scare off the black cats? I think so. So what we do is we grab a can full of pennies and we start shaking it. And then using that motivation, um, I, I don't know, y'all. Should I cast fear to just scare them? I mean, pull for intimidate. And then if that doesn't work out, cast fear. Okay, that's what we'll do. It's- Okay, you have 14 on the table. Getting a 10 is not nice like this unless you discard the 9. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think I would discard the 5. Okay. Um, and you want the Tua's Magic, right? Yes. What is the card? Great question. It is a Red Queen. Thank God. Ooh. Sweating a little bit there. Yeah, so you are able to capitalize on your natural intimidation and the magic of the spirits of air, and you manage to to get their emotion. And any of them that seems to get close suddenly seems very focused on tending to their sheep to be someone else. (laughs) They just... As soon as the faster they come, the faster they get away, uh, run away. They don't seem to hang around a lot. And yeah, you have six shadow. So what do you do now? With my with uh, the crew of the uh, ghost deals, I'm going to immediately launch into charm to convince them that you know this is all reassure them. This is all going to be okay. It's all going to work out. I'm going to mark a charm. Please discard that ten for me, Ludo. Well, uh, it seems a little predestined here. Um, do I want to mark a second charm? I don't think you can. You can only mark a skill once per check. You can only mark an equipment piece per check, and you can only mark one condition per check. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm. Can I mark the fact that the magistrates are in disarray to reassure them and discard that ten? Yes, because uh, they're going to be afraid of getting close to Hirosaki because, again, Sefunishima wants to arrest them. Right. So I'll feel, you know, when we don't have much to worry about, the magistrates are too busy fighting amongst themselves, and I'll take a card and I'll stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Again, we have a 20 and we have Shadow 7, which is enough to buy the set piece and also to get the the thingamajigan. To buy off our equipment. Yeah, Brad. I'm proud of you, baby. Yeah. Buy out all the suspicious. <laughs> We've done it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you got uh, the black cats are not suspicious and uh, the ghost hills have agreed to be your crew for this job. Perf. Everything's going great with how hot this this 
table was today, you know that means that it's going to be that cold when we go to resolve the final leg of the heist. <laughs> yeah, and that is going to be a massive one. So, which means Mark again, and we have another condition, which is going to be empowered ghost wheels. Or, no, or alternatively, the friendship of the Yukai Hunter Society, which you think is more fun. Ooh. The good old yokai hunters. I do like the yokai hunters a lot. Yeah. Plus, if the ghost deals are empowered and we want, like, <laughs> and Kiyoshi's trying to take down uh-huh. Tamiko, then as long as they're working for <laughs> Tamiko, then that goes against what we want. So you return to Irasaka and you once again start getting ready for the, the final heist. And Seishi, as you go around, what is the next time that you once again be, see a masked figure with the pattern of spirals on one of their hunts? I would have to assume that it's probably in close conjunction with me returning from like probably like a cult meeting, um, because I imagine this is also sort of a, you know, clandestine kind of thing. Um, so I think I'm returning uh, just from kind of, you know, keeping up appearances and checking in with this new cult. Um, do you think it would be more likely that it would be from like within the city or somewhere outside of the city? Now I will say, where do you think there are more yokai? Inside Hirosaka or outside? Probably outside. Yeah, probably outside. Um, so yeah, I think um, I see one um, as I am kind of like re-entering the city. I, I spot one just, um, I think, like maybe just a ways ahead of me um, that probably hasn't seen me yet. Um, that is also re-entering. Um, and they are carrying um, probably, I want to say like some kind of bag or something that uh, clearly contains recently killed yokai yeah and as it seems like uh, you have emboldened somehow the yokai hunter society there seems to be a kind of peace that seems to reign over Rosaka, even as the tensions seem to go increasingly high the things seem to calm down for a while but it's not without costs so tsutumu in the governor's court what is the the ambience and how is each of the three imperials reacting now that effectively the seventh imperial legion has put the town under de facto martial law at least in the dockyards I I imagine it's become instead of the open arguing and barely withheld resentment that was earlier on display, it's become that incredibly formal, polite, quiet hatred and resentment because everyone just lost by that happening. Like Mia Sora is furious at the whole situation. Otomo is is furious at the whole situation, and Ishima is furious at the whole situation, and they all blame each other for it. So they're just quietly glaring at each other, delivering brief, fast reports and leaving. And Q, what is the opinion that the Seppun guards have of these people of the Seventh Legion as they now act as if they own the town? Okay, before we go to that, Harry. Hello. How is your daily life now that you have to adapt to having soldiers of the Seventh Legion randomly stopping people and walking into places and being very keen in stopping anyone that is on the court, uh, on the on the commoners and dock uh, river docks quarter outside of proper hours? How have you managed to adapt? 
Oh, it they've they've made it very tricky to uh, to meet people. Um, Aries had to set up a system with her contacts um, where she uh, officially, um, in quotes, um, has started a um, daylight hours uh, delivery service um, for medications uh, for people with regular prescriptions rather than them having to come to her. So um, she's sort of using that as a way to um, talk to her more regular contacts during the daylight. And she's kind of coded instructions for things into the uh, prescriptions that she hands out. Um, And she also does give like small doses of very inexpensive medicines for like regular problems, um, you know, just for like uh, chronic pain, headaches, that kind of thing. So that if the person does get searched um, or questioned or if she gets searched or questioned on the way there, um, you know, she's got everyone has what they need for this to look like a perfectly legitimate transaction and conversation. Do we have Caio? I am here now. Yes. So, Caio, uh, uh, what is the word among the Sepon Guards now that uh, the Seventh Legion is acting as if they own Irasaka? There's a lot of, like, disgruntled talk, but the Seventh Legion drastically outnumber the Sepon Guards, and with the absence of the Emerald Magistrate, there's no real clear delineation between local Emerald enforcement um from the appointed governor and from one of the emperor's legions, they have been trying to find some way to get another nearby magistrate to step in and solve the issue, but they haven't heard back from any of the magistrates they've reached out to. So anything that you want to do before the next job or, and do you have any idea what is the next job? I think the next job is the, the penultimate job. Well, that is the final job. We steal the opium, Flee the city. Yeah, I think I think we have our ducks in a row. Yeah, I don't think we have any more scenes. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything. Yeah, I'm I'm locked. Okay, so we are returning for the finale of Night Reigns of the Scorpion next time. The Emerald Lands, their wonders and horrors were played by Ludo. They can be found at Delethiel on Twitter and Ichio, as well as at Heroes of the Republic. Bayushi Minoru was played by Brad. He can be found on Discord at BZAJ1648 and at Twitter at BZAJDA Barbarian. Sakai no Doji Eiko was played by Evan. He can be found on Facebook as Evan Strite, Discord as PushyMushy1871, and on fellow L5R actual play, Secondhand Strife. Soshi Yuzume was played by Charlie. She can be found on Discord as Rieselian and on Twitter at BowserJ, where you can find links to her L5R blog. Asahina Hajime was played by Sam. He can be found on Discord and Reddit as Live From My Basement and on Instagram at SJSedlacek.
This is a Court Games podcast. You can find out more about them at Court Games Pod on Twitter or at their site, courtgamespod.com. Legend of the Five Rings is the intellectual property of Fantasy Flight Games. Day 20 Radio, your gamers' role. 